are you a business owner? And that paperwork just is confusing. There's so many numbers and you can't tell if you're making a profit or what to change to make a profit. Our next speaker is going to help us with all of that. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Happy Tuesday, Giant Builders. I am here today with Carrie Fry-Williams, and she owns the company Seashore Numbers. Hi, Carrie. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Okay, I'll be real honest with you. I'm not a big number person, so you'll have to give me lots of details, okay? Absolutely. No worries. That's my thing. It's my jam. Okay. Well, why don't you tell our listeners about what you do? So I am a bookkeeping strategist, um, and we have a full bookkeeping service. We handle business consulting. We want to see your business be profitable. And so we really like to work with business owners who are struggling in that area. They're not quite profitable. They don't know if they're profitable consistently. And we also like to help you automate. So the, you know, the more that you can automate your business, the less overhead you have, we can kind of hopefully get some of that out of there, which of course then may make you more profitable. So that's what we do. Great. What do you find is the thing that most people, most business owners need automation with? Invoicing, mm, okay. um, email management, um, that back end, um, or onboarding new clients. We find that you can really automate that, um, which then it lets you eliminate someone or a person or even a contractor that may not be bringing money into your business, an administrative type job. So a lot of the automations can help with that to streamline that t- and the time that it takes you to do all of that. So you say that you try to help businesses be more profitable. What, what do you find is a common issue that keeps businesses from being profitable? Pricing. Oh. Most, most people price themselves too low. They don't, and myself sometimes included, I will put myself right in there. Learning my value and understanding the value that I bring has been a constant struggle. So I find that many business owners also struggle with what they bring and how much that is value to somebody else. So I find most business owners definitely underprice themselves. Oh, that's great to know. All right. I'm raising my prices. (laughs) (laughs) And it's actually not, I mean, we did a price increase. I hadn't done one in three or four years and we we're in the process of doing one in our firm and it's been an interesting journey. Yeah. And I also find most business owners don't price or don't charge for everything they do. Something always gets snuck in there on the back end, right? That we say, Oh, I'll just do this one time. And then it winds up being, more and more and more. So those are the things where I find that we're really affecting profitability. Would it not be wise to like just do a percentage raise each year? That is the easiest way to do it. And to set that tone right from the beginning, three to 6% usually is the easiest way to do it across the board. Unless you're adding another service. If your client wants another service added on to, then that may be not be the right move depending on how in-depth or how um, involved adding that service on might be. Mm -hmm. 
And I would say as a consumer, because I recently experienced this, we had a service that we were using and we've used them for five years. They didn't raise their prices, which was a surprise to me. But then all of a sudden this year, they raised their prices by 50%. Wow, that's a big jump. Yeah, that was a big jump. So I would would have stayed with them if they had done a 10% increase each year. Mm-hmm. But now to go a 50% increase where we looked for somebody else. So I think that it's something that business owners forget is that everything, the price of everything is rising each year. I mean, look at gas, you know, and we need to be consistent with small rises instead of big chunky rises. Right. And a lot of it's your overhead that you don't really think about your insurance your utilities to run your office, your internal subscription fees that are all going up a dollar or two, which you really should be making sure that you're covering that or anticipating that. We tell our clients, um, like for in our firm, we if we do a one three twelve uh, pricing reviews. So every like the first month you come on board, some we need to we will do a review and make sure that we have the right fit and the right package for you and then we do another one at the three months and then we do another one at the 12 month and then we've con- you know so that we are constantly hope if you're growing your business is growing because you're working with us our our what we are doing for you is going to increase that depth of service so it's just a natural it's a natural fit but we think our all of our business owners we encourage them to do the same thing at least yearly look at your your increase and on that overhead, that piece that we always forget, right? Running our office, our office rent, or if we're working from home, your cost for your subscriptions internally and the ones you use client facing, your business insurance. Um, what else would that, your office expenses, all of that. If you're running your office out of your car, gas, right? All of those different things that we don't think about that we need to make sure that we're covering in our pricing. Otherwise we're not going to be profitable. I agree. You also help with debt elimination. Can you talk me through that process? Yes, ma'am. So there is two types. If you are running your business, if you're a, a, a independent contractor, if you're a single member LLC, a lot of times that is all intermeshed, your business debt, your personal debt. So we help you work out a plan, one, to separate them because the IRS wants to see it separated. We call it commingling when they're meshed together. And then we create a plan to get that, get you out of debt. We don't want you carrying a lot of debt. Um, You know, it's a badge of honor sometimes in the business world. Oh, I have all this, you know, I'm growing or whatever. We don't want you to have that. We want you in personal and business to be debt free um, because that's freedom. You don't realize how much that debt weighs you down until you don't have it. So um, a lot of businesses took the PPP loan which hopefully was all forgiven if they did it correctly. Some have not, but a lot of people took that EIDL loan also. And so that the payments have been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. But we want to make sure you have a plan to get out from under that if you use those funds. So if you're using your credit card to fund your business, we don't want, we want to make sure that one, you're using two separate cards, but we also want to make sure you have a plan that the card is not balanced and the card's not growing as you're running your business or something wrong, if that's happening, mm-hmm. got to raise your prices. In most cases. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
So we talked about the PP loans. What do you think about the ERTC? ERTC is very individual. Some people qualify for it. Some people don't. Um, I don't, I haven't worked too much with it. So if you have a tax preparer that you work with, I would contact them right away. If you work with a payroll company, if you have payroll, contact them right away. I know that the time to get them filed or to see if you qualify is rapidly closing. Um, so I would, you know, double check in that area and could be something you qualify or it might be something you don't. Again, it's it, everything is, it depends. That's my general question because each business is incredibly unique. Um, if somebody tells you that it's not and they can just make you set you up with, you know, they may have a specific uh, plan that they use for everybody else in your niche. It's not going to work. Just like you are unique in your personal life. You're unique in your business life. You have nuances. So again, ERTC, yeah, you might qualify for it. See if you do. There may be other things you qualify for. So check with your tax preparer and make sure your tax preparer is someone that specializes in business. Sometimes tax preparer, and I use the term tax preparer because it doesn't necessarily need to be a CPA. It can be something called an EA, which is an enrolled agent. Sometimes the enrolled agent has more training in dealing with businesses than a CPA. So you really need to ask if they specialize in small business, um, whoever you select. We have partners that we work with, referral partners, that specifically specialize in small business for tax purposes. Tax planning is different if you are a um, if you're sole, you know, solo entrepreneur, if you're self-employed, if you're a business owner, then someone who is employed. It's completely you can't commingle. So you want to make sure you have those specialized people um, that are helping you out. Okay. So as a money person, what should we as business owners be more aware of or concerned about with all of these different things that have come out after COVID? Um, the Inflation Reduction Act is going to definitely impact business owners from the standpoint that a huge chunk of money has been set aside to grow the IRS, grow the Internal Revenue Service to hire agents to specifically target small business. There's a huge tax gap and they feel like that gap is coming from small businesses that are underreporting their income. That means if you're accepting cash for service you and you're not reporting it, that's when they're going to track down. If you are using independent contractors and they should be employees, that's another one they're going to be targeting. So um, S-Corps. If you are an S-Corp or your tax as an S-Corp and you are not paying yourself reasonable, and I put mine in quotes, it's reasonable compensation, that is going to be a trigger. So that's the area where business owners need to have their ducks in a row. If you are organized, if your books are organized, if your receipts are organized, if everything is organized, it's if you do get um, an audit request, you're not going to be as stressed and you will, in most cases, do better in that audit. This is what we're being told is what I'm being told by my industry leaders. So we are encouraging business owners to get your books set up 
if you don't have them set up. If, um, so a lot of business owners don't have that. By the way, your credit card statement is not a receipt. You have to have the receipts for each transaction. Mm-hmm. Annoying, yes. Are there simple ways to handle that? Yes. Are there electronic ways to handle it? Yes. Are there paper-based ways to make it some? Yes. I think that for that, that's the biggest impact we're going to see in the future is for business owners is the IRS targeting. And getting one of those audit letters, I have been through that process. Um, <laughs> you know, at first it's like, oh my gosh, this is scary, but our records were in line. So it was an easy process, but it is a little scary when you first get that letter. <laughs> it, it is, but it's like you said, if everything is set up and caught up, if you have your accounting software set up and caught up, then it's not going to be it's not going to be stressful. If you are trying to run everything paper-based on it or on an Excel spreadsheet, and you don't have things to back yourself up, then it's going to be very stressful, right? It's going to increase your stress level. So if you have never done that and you've been just flying by the seat of your pants for a bit, lack of a better idiom with your your finances and your business, now's the time to really think about getting that set up and getting it separated from your personal life and um, getting yourself to that place where you're, no, you're, you're going to be okay. Right. And you're not going to get stressed out. So that would be my biggest challenge to anyone that's listening today is if you're serious about your business, let's get you set up. Let's get you so that you can DIY it. If you don't think you can afford having someone like myself or my team come in and, and do your books for you, you may just want us there to ask questions. You may want us there to check up or, you know, check everything and review it before tax time. We offer services like that. Um, you just want us to set everything up so that you know that it's correct. I've seen a lot of businesses try to do all that setup in these softwares, accounting softwares, and it just winds up being a big mess because you're just trying to wing it, right? We do it professionally. So um, we would always suggest you have somebody set it up for you and make sure all those automations and the integrations and everything's working so that you're capturing all the data that they're going to be look at. Um, if you use a service like PayPal, if you use a service like Stripe, if you're using Zelle or something like that, that's Veeam, all of those money transfer solutions, they are going to be targeted within your business, everything and reporting everything. So that's another thing we want to make sure is correct and that you've got the right reports for that and the right information. All right. So if there's any new business owners out there who either have started their paperwork or have not, what suggestions would you give to them? How would how should they set up? Uh, there's a lot of talk about, should, do I have to set up as a, uh, an S corp right away, or should I be an LLC right away? Should I just be a sole proprietor right away? I mean, you do need to set yourself up from the get go. The main thing is to not commingle is the word, not use your personal funds, not use to, you know, run your business, not, you need to separate everything. You are your business. Yes. You are your brand. Yes. Your business is an intimate part of who you are inside as a person, your self-worth. Yes, but legally you need to create that, we call it the wall of separation. Like there's a wall, you need to make a wall 
on one side is your personal and on the other side is your business. And you really want that wall to not be able to be breached or to be to have cracks in it. So setting yourself up, a lot of times we tell people start as a single member LLC. It's usually very inexpensive to do, but it creates that wall between your business and your personal if you don't allow things to cross back and forth, right? You Again, you don't want to breach that wall. There's specific ways you need to do that. So I do encourage business owners to get yourself set up as a single member LLC if it's just you solo and make sure that that's registered at the federal level and with your state. Um, and while you're doing your state, I also recommend that you sign up for sales tax and your state may make you do that as well as a payroll with your state, because as you grow, then it's already done. You don't have to do it. It's like a one shot, a one shot deal. Mm -hmm. um, there are services that can do that for you. I prefer a service called CorpNet, C-O-R-P-N-E-T. And we can put the link in the show notes for that. Um, they handle it all and it's not expensive. Once they do that initial setup for you and you know everything's correct, then you can renew. You have to renew your registration at the state level annually. Um, you can just do that renewal directly with the state going forward. I also would suggest that you have a separate um, tax ID number. It's your social security number, personal side. On the business side, it's called an EIN, employer identification number. Have a separate one for your business from your personal. And if you do the LLC, that's going to, they will do that for you. Um, that's, that helps with that separation. And then get a business checking account. And everything pertaining to your business should go into that account. Every single dime, cash, PayPal, Stripe, checks, all of it. And that's, again, creating that separation. Don't put anything directly into your personal accounts. That has to do with business income. We also suggest that if you have two credit cards, that you, even if they're both personal, that you designate one specifically for business and one specifically for person and don't let them cross over. So when you're starting out, that's the easiest way to do that. So how can people get in contact with you? So if you're interested in having us set up your accounting, we can do that for you from the, the get-go. Or if you've already started and you want us to untangle the mess and <laughs> get it set up, we can do that for you. Um, they contact us at www.seashorenumbers, which is spelled S-E-E-S-U-R-E numbers with an S dot com. Um, that'll take you right to our website and you can schedule a free discovery call. Um, it'll lead you to a questionnaire so we can get to know you a little bit better and we can just jump on a call and see what's going to be best for you. Um, we love a software called Zero, which is X-E-R-O. Very, very clean and simple for business owners. It's much cleaner. It's less expensive also than the other big one that's out there, which shall remain nameless. Um, <laughs> But, well, and we, we don't, know what you're talking about. <laughs> right? We don't. Um, that one's just clunky and cumbersome. And it does not think like a business owner. Zero was created by a business owner because it was frustrated with what else was out there. So it thinks like you think. It uses terminology like you know. It's very easy to integrate things with. It's super clean. So we do prefer that. Um, so we can get you set up for that. And they have a really nice starter package that we can set you up with 
as well. Um, it also comes with receipt capture software. So if you want to take pictures of your receipts, we use a, that's something called HubDoc is what we prefer for our clients. It's super simple. Again, right on your phone, you just take a picture of any receipt and then you don't have to worry if you lose it or not. It can, uh, it'll mesh with that software too. Or if you don't want to use the software, I would still recommend HubDoc. And we can put a link to that in the show notes too, so they can check that out. But if you go with a zero for your accounting, then HubDoc comes with it. So that's a savings for you as well. So those are some of the things we would recommend. We also um, recommend a software, and I love this. It's brand new that's out there. And it's kind of a personal, personal finance software. It's new. It's in beta. Um, I've been helping to develop it. And it actually will let you do if then. If I do this, then this will happen to me in the future. So it's for fun to figure out your financial freedom, debt freedom. It's called WiseFi. I love it. And it future casts. It's the best one I've ever seen. I know there's so many other ones out there. YNAB, Mint. None of them allow you to do if then. This one does. And so we love this for our business owners and just for your own personal finances. So I'll also put a link for you down there as well to go for people to go check that one out. Okay. It's really cool. So that one, yeah. I, I when I say I love it, it's I dumped all the other ones that I had all ever used and I just do this one for myself. And we uh, we definitely recommend it for all of our all of our clients as well. Any closing thoughts? Um, I guess my closing thought would be just make just make sure that you are being diligent with tracking your money. Um, set aside a day, whether it be Money Monday or Finance Friday, and spend, give yourself three hours to celebrate things that went well, to track all your money, to think about what's coming up in the future, and um, to try to do it all without adding to your debt load. That way you can survive or move through any other of these panic situations that may be coming up in the future, which we know we can't predict that anymore. So again, but celebrate those wins because that's a huge piece of it. You know, celebrate that new client, celebrate being in, you know, having a profit this month. Um, take time to enjoy that that's, that's weird. and do it every week so that you're on top of things. Carrie, I appreciate your advice and your wisdom. And I'm sure that many of our listeners will be reaching out because you have some great suggestions. Great. I hope so. I'd love to just talk with everyone individually and get them set up. All right. Well, thank you, Giant Builders. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.